we can maybe have some witty banter right now and then get into it. I do love witty banter. Uh, That's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. So, uh, Jar Jar Binks without a shirt, pretty hot. Dude, that was the weirdest <laughs> picture I have ever seen. Like, I have no idea what to make of that. Dude, I just looked up Jar Jar Binks sexy and that came up. <laughs> there was so much, too. Why would you ever Google Jar Jar Binks sexy? That's horrible. <laughs> so there's more than one of those pictures out there. There's a lot of Jar Jar Binks. There's, on here. there's, there's so many. There's some of him as like a. There's some of him as like a girl. There's, oh Lord. Yeah, there's oh. one of him as like a mermaid. A mermaid? Yeah. It's like does a drawing, ta- though. Does the tail look like like a third ear? Right. No. That would oh, be good, disa- though. That's disappointing. <laughs> oh, that is the creepiest thing I have oh. ever seen. What the heck? <laughs> There's so <Not> many. <laughs> of all of the internet rabbit holes to deep dive into, that is not the one you want to go down. Oh, my gosh. It was... I, I, I don't know why I even decided to do that. <laughs> That's a horrible, Here we are. horrible, horrifying idea. Yeah. All right. So speaking of here we are, I think it's about time we get started with the Cargo Shorts Boys podcast. Cargo Shorts Boys Podcast. It's the Cargo Shorts Boys Podcast. Awesome. Welcome, friends, family, and random people on the internet to the Cargo Shorts Boys podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. Thank you for joining us. We've got a great show for you in store today. Joey, tell them how great the show is going to be. It's going to be wonderific, and that's with five Fs, people. Thanks, Joey. Thank you all uh, for joining us this week for your listening pleasure. We have this week in the news uh, a hot take a debate segment that will conclude the most epic popularity contest of all time and a ranking segment where we talk about our favorite and least favorite Star Wars films in honor of Star Wars Day and Revenge of the Fifth. But before we get to all that, let's introduce the rest of the boys. Did I even tell them who I am? I just realized that says, let's introduce the rest of the boys. I'm Jackson. I'm the host. I don't think I ever said that, but it's me. Hi, Jackson. Hey, thanks, Joey. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Joining me as always, we have the King of Curl, the Minnesotan who minds his manners. He loves cold play, but greets you with a warm smile. It's Samuel, the shotgun Ness. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Oh man. The shotgun. That that's gotta be one of our script write-offs in the future is telling the story of Shotgun Sam. Because that is yes. a yes. That that is actually a, be really... I agree. This is a legendary tale. Uh, but we will we will tell that to you, the audience sometime. Over there, we have the jester of jingles, recent commit to Colorado, the man with sweat glands like a showerhead, and a voice like Bruno Mars crossed with Jesus, Mr. Luke Arnold. Yo, what's up, uh, Wyoming? Let's <laughs> go Buffs. Let's go, let's go Buffs. How do, you, how do you feel about that, man? I'm excited. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a sick, sick year of college, sick four years of college, hopefully. There we go. You heard it here first, folks. And finally, there's our, well, no, up next, there's our editor-in-chief, 
the guy who knowingly hid his longboard injury from the world, our podcast pastor, and a man who hears about flattening the curve and thinks of his guest, Joey Rasmussen. Hello, people of the internet. Yeah. And uh, finally, our last podcast member is Jack Casper. Uh, unfortunately, Jack could not be here with us this week. Jack got an urgent call from a vampire hunter in Norway that could not be ignored. Uh, he immediately booked a Delta Airlines international flight, but he missed his departure, forcing him to take a bus all the way to Norway. Uh, when he arrived, it turned out that the vampire hunter didn't actually need any assistance on the hunt and was just wondering which color of tie he should wear if he was planning on taking his girlfriend on a date to an art museum. The answer, of course, being beige. Uh, Jack is currently in a flight home and will not have access to the internet as we record this. So sadly, can't make this week's show. But we do wish him a safe flight, and we really hope Bjorn had a great date. Uh, hopefully, mm. he's had a good time with his girlfriend. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Norway seems like a fun place to visit. Sam, is that one of the places you went to in Europe? Yeah, it is so sick. I want to go back there and visit my roots with all the Viking brothers. Oh, there we go. There we you go. Get to see get to see like any cool like castles or viking ships or anything oh yeah we went to a museum and we got to see all these like giant massive boats it was awesome yeah it's sick cool i think vikings are like top five coolest eras ever in my book i think they're sweet i agree yeah they would be cool besides all of the pillaging and raping yeah, the but yeah, the pillaging and, and the other crimes they committed was was definitely rough. But you yeah, know, the, the but their helmets really, are cool. Helmets are great. Boats are really cool looking. So, gotta love that. Oh yeah, they got the like the little horses on the end, not the horses, like the dragons or whatever. Oh on yeah, the, end of the boats. Mm. That's sick. Got the sweet sails and everything. <laughs> so awesome, dude. <laughs> Viking. I feel like, do any of you guys, oh, dang, it's no for the audio. <laughs> Joey's got a, uh, a reindeer antler that he is using as a Viking helmet. Oh, now he's oh, yeah, got two. two of them. One of them is disproportionately larger than the other. Would yeah, be these, are, off. these are real, by the way. Yeah? Yeah, my brother found them in, like, the forest and brought them home. I was about to yeah. say, I know you're not a hunter. How did you get those? But that's and, crazy. I mean, they just shed them, so. Really? Yeah. It's kind of a Viking thing to do, to steal some antlers. So <laughs> it is. Yeah. You're already on your way. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. I think it's time to move on into our first segment of the week. This Week in the News. This Week in the News. da 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 da, da. Right, this week in the news, our weekend update style segment about what's happening in the world told in horrible joke and pun form by yours truly. All right, here we go. Giant Asian murder hornets are spreading west into America from Asia. This means that a lot of serial killers are about to get a very convenient suspect to blame things on. I think it's a murder hornet. <laughs> it's so freaky. It's this, I looked up a video of it. Uh, it's this like two inch long hornet with a stinger that has like paralyzing venom. And so like if you get if you get stung once, it's no problem. But if you get like stung by a swarm of these things, you like legit might get paralyzed and die. Holy crap. 
They're so creepy, dude. You know the it's in the Coyote Peterson video with the oh searing pain, searing oh, pain. Oh, that that's the one. That's a murder hornet. Oh, <laughs> I love that like video. That. It's it's terrifying. Those, <laughs> they are so freaking creepy. Yeah. All right. A former manager of the DOD's air program confirmed that UFOs are real. When asked for comment, Mark Zuckerberg said, what? No way. That's crazy. <laughs> He's definitely seen his fair share of UFOs. Yeah, no. Zuckerberg is, uh, he is not from planet Earth. I think he is the least surprised out of all of us here. I'm going to be real. I'm Team Lizard for Mark. Really? Yeah. The I'm, tongue I'm, movements are just too spot on. I'm more of Team Robot than anything else, but the uh, I can I can see why Team Lizard would be a would be a thing. Yeah, that whole hearing. like the hearing thing with like the water and like didn't his eyes do something crazy too? Probably. Yeah. Oh wait, that might have been someone else. That's another Illuminati thing. Was that Justin Bieber? Yes. His eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I've not heard about the Justin Bieber eyes. He is also possibly a lizard. Really? Yeah. yeah. They just like flipped one time like lizards' eyes do. I don't really know how to describe it, but it was very reptilian if you watch it. Yeah. That's creepy. Look it up. <laughs> All right. Alex Jones says he's considering killing and eating his neighbors if the COVID-19 lockdown continues. Real estate prices in the neighborhood just got very, very cheap. <laughs> man's gotta eat i know dude i get it I feel like real estate prices you wouldn't want to live next to him even during the, the most normal of times he's a very odd dude yeah that would be so weird to live next to him like if you just heard your neighbor yelling about how the government is trying to kill everybody and the frogs are turning gay at every hour of the night and day <laughs> I would, I would lose my mind. <laughs> He's probably got insider information on Zuckerberg and Bieber being lizards. You know, he might, honestly. That's a, uh, it's not a bad idea. All right. A cat alerted his family to a slow cooker burning in their kitchen. As an act of defiance, the family threw the cat into the cooker. Down Ooh, the cats. The cats are garbage animals dogs forever that was Unless, a great decision luke what do you have uh i'm anti-cats unless they're singing songs from the andrew lloyd Webber musical cats <laughs> i agree I'm, with I'm that i'm generally anti-cat unless they are eating lasagna and they're orange uh tabby cats with black stripes and their name is garfield <laughs> so true garfield do love his lasagna though <laughs> just gobbles that up <laughs> gobble gobble whoever okay side note gobble gobble is why why is that what turkeys say i feel like i've never heard a turkey really, well i've i've heard it but i feel like gobble is just such a weird i don't know i, I can't articulate it very well but i feel like it's really weird that that's like it's what turkeys say, and it's also like an an action, like you gobble something up. Like I just feel like gobble is a super weird word. 
can get yeah, on that. It is. This is the quality. It sounds audio. really weird now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah. Gobble. Yeah. Gobble. It's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is the quality audio content that our audience is looking for right here. <laughs> oh yeah. Random random analysis of the word gobble. <laughs> And finally, a man named Squeezy Jibs drove to 11 different Wendy's restaurants to get as many free nuggets as possible. By the time he made it to the 12th Wendy's house, police were raiding with a restraining order. The pickup slides <laughs> weren't working, and he was just considered a danger to Wendy's everywhere. <laughs> he's, really got, he's really got a thing for Wendy's, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's like if her name is Wendy, he's there. He's there, man. He's there. What are you guys' thoughts on Wendy's Nuggets? I like them. I don't know. Really? They're like not anything special, but I like them. I really, I really dislike them. I don't think they're very good. What's your nugget of choice, Jackson? Oh, I, I go Chick-fil-A Nug 10 times out of 10. Oh, yeah. I just, Chick-fil-A Nugs are good. There's there's a lot of people who will make the uh, the McDonald's nug argument, but they are they just taste fake to me. I don't like them. Dude, yeah. I love McDonald's nuggets. Like I don't dude, care. Dude, maybe I I'll can't. be the new hot take person. <laughs> well, maybe you will be the next uh, hot take person. But for right now, it's Jack's hot takes. That's a spicy meatball. Watch out, everybody! The potato's really hot. Jack's Hot Takes with Joey. That's right. So since uh, since Jack is gone this week, uh, we have Jack's Hot Takes, a segment where Jack usually provides an opinion. He has and defends it with the rest of the guys try to convince him to change his stance. But uh, Jack's not here. He's still on, on the plane back from Norway, like we said. So uh, Joey, Joey is going to try his hand at doing some hot takes. We're going to see how it goes. So Joey... What is your hot take of the day? My hot take of the day. I, I have a couple prepared just because I feel like they'll be so crazy that you guys want to hear more of these hot takes. I'm just trying to right. channel my inner Jack. Here it is. All right, hit us with it. Water replenishes the human body of thirst. Hmm. That's good. Uh, so I feel like that's that's kind of a generally agreed upon, like fact almost, Joey. I don't know that that's necessarily a hot oh. take. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I'd 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 love to debate you on that, but I think I think most people find water really replenishing and and thirst quenching. So what's 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 another one that you have? Hit us with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I came up with a couple. Paper comes from trees. It's my hot take. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that one either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, huh. I don't like that's a that's the way the paper is made. That's not really an, an opinion and an unpopular opinion. That's what we're looking for here. Is like oh, oh okay, Jack, unpopular opinions. Jack had these big unpopular opinions, and right now you're just kind of you're saying facts. So give me give me a big unpopular opinion. Okay, okay. Apple is a technology company. 
I. Eh? That's I mean, the pretty only controversial. Thing, the only thing I could think of to argue with that is that it could be maybe a fruit, but I, I mean, I, I have to agree with you down there too. So yeah, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks. How did Jack do this? This is a lot harder than I thought. I I know it's it's hard to have opinions as as weird and wild as Jack, but. Joey, do you have any opinions like at all? I feel like you're you're still you're still in the factual category. And Apple, Apple, we're we're getting closer now. There's two different meanings of Apple, but we still haven't hit a real a hot take yet, you know. Okay. Okay, this is the last one I came up with. Hopefully it'll it'll work. It'll be a hot take. Okay. Ground beef comes from cows. Okay, now that's just ridiculous. You know that's not true. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's beef, dude. Beef doesn't come from cows. There's an animal called beef. That's what we're eating. Yeah. They grow <laughs> from the ground. They're called ground beef for a reason. Yeah, it's a plant, dude. Ground beef does not come from cows. Okay, you've, you've, swung, you've swung the pendulum the other direction. Now you're not giving an opinion. You're just giving us something that's objectively false. You know what? I don't know. I don't know if this hot take thing is cut out for me, honestly. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I don't think so either, Joey. Maybe we'll try something else with you in the future, okay? Yeah, maybe. Good uh, heavens. All right. Luke, any beef. comment on ground beef? Uh, I, I'm just like, I'm in shock that you've never seen a beef bush before, dude. <laughs> it's like... It's, just cows. I I digress. Yeah, I think that's probably I think probably the best thing that we can do is to move on into the <laughs> debate segment today. Thank you. The Phantom Menace is without a doubt the best Star Kiwis are not grabbing The Bachelor is quality television. Debate. Debate. All right, our next segment is the debate. Today we will be debating a very important topic. Uh, so in every popularity contest that our grade has had, uh, like, like your homecoming court or your prom court or et cetera, only two people have ever won, Luke Arnold and Sam Ness. So now it's, it's become like a competition type thing. Of, of, it's, a, it's a popularity contest of, hey, who is, who is the big man on the campus of Lutheran High School? But now that senior prom has been delayed, we'll never really know who won the popularity contest. So uh, today what we're going to do is we're going to debate, we're going to go head to head uh, to debate the merits of each contestant. Um, so Joey and I are going to flip a coin to see who argues for who. Uh, and then Samuel and Luke will also be on our teams, but they have to argue for the opposite person. So Luke will be arguing for why Sam uh, should be the prom king. And uh, Sam will be arguing for why Luke should be prom king. Uh, only one winner will be crowned. Uh, if we get enough feedback, hopefully uh, that will be, uh, you know, figured out by the audience of you guys can email us, uh, which we'll give the email uh, right now. It's the cargo shorts boys at uh, gmail.com. And uh, so we'd love to have you email us and I'll say that again at the end of the show. But uh, for now, let's, uh, let's get to debating.
Oh, you know, actually, before we get into this, we did get an email from a fan. Really, we did? Oh, yeah. Man. Her name was Megan Audie. Oh, man. Um, she sounds awesome. Dude, like, I think she's into you, Jackson. Like, Heck yes, dude. Like, listen to this. So she says that she loves the podcast. She laughs out loud, which is awesome. And then she says, also, I know this is a huge long shot. He's like famous and super hot and stuff, but I just want to say I have a huge crush on the host guy, Jackson. Anyway, I just think he's super cool. So if you are actually reading this and want to hit me up, I'd totally be down to get to know you. You can just use this email address. I know most people DM nowadays, but I think email is fun. Ugh, that's nerdy. Whatever. I shooted my shot. Oh my gosh. That's so insane. Dude, it's on. Dude. Oh my this gosh. Is nuts, man. We're like yeah. famous and stuff now. Dude, shout out to Megan Audi for yeah. our first fan. Yeah, Megan, expect an email from me in the next few days. Oh, dang. It's on. Heck yeah. All right, so let's let's flip us a coin to see who we will be arguing for. All right, Joey. Uh, if my phone lands on the screen, right, with the screen up right now, you will be arguing on behalf of Samuel. Okay. If it lands with the case up, you will be arguing on behalf of Luke. Okay. Ready? All right, it's case up. So Joey will be arguing on behalf of Luke. So it'll right. be Joey and Sam arguing for why Luke should be the prom king, and it'll be me and Luke arguing for why Sam should be the prom king. So... Uh, as you might have figured out, we just picked teams now, so we have not had a chance to prepare for this debate. Uh, so it's just going to be a, a free-for-all, and we're just going to go for it, you know? And we also don't really have a mediator because we're on a, an even number. So we're going to let this go to you, the fans. You can decide who wins. That's right. Heck yes. All right. So I'd like, I'd like to start our argument with, with a couple of things. First of all, Samuel is ridiculously handsome. He has, he has that, that curly hair. He's got those, those rosy red cheeks. He's got those super fashion forward glasses. He's, he's big, he's strong. He's a good looking dude. And I think that's, that's something that every popularity contest winner should have is should be, should be good looking, but also, I think uh, what sets Samuel apart is that uh, he's he's very nice and he's he's kind of soft spoken, you know. But when you you approach Sam and you you give him a high, he'll he'll give you a high back and he'll ask how your day is going. And I think I think that's uh, that's what sets Samuel apart from from the competition because uh, yeah, Luke is uh, Luke is a little on the quieter side, you know. Uh, he's uh, he's soft spoken, which he's nice, but also I feel like you know Sam Sam's got that that Midwestern Minnesota edge to it. I see your point, Jackson, but I would like to just start with this. Luke Arnold is one of the most attractive men at Luther High School. Have you ever seen him without a shirt on? It is nuts. It's, It's pretty insane. He has one of the greatest six packs I've ever seen and possibly the only six pack of our friend group which just exalts him even more. Um, when quarantine started, Luke 
was clean shaven because, you know, we can't grow beards at school due to dress code. And within two weeks, he almost had a full beard. That's a man right there. You know, like Luke is just a man. He's captain of the football team. I, I know Samuel is also captain, but we're just going to ignore that fact. Um, <laughs> he one time Luke got a fumble recovery touchdown for like 60 yards and it was insane. I cried out of joy. And I was thinking, oh, you know what? He'd make a good prom king. Um, yeah, and he's blonde, too. I really think that uh, adds a lot. And he's very musically talented. All of these jingles are originally composed by Luke. Um, and he sings in front of a school, so everyone knows that he can sing and play the guitar very well. Okay, I've had enough of your crap, Joey. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why Samuel should be the prom king. First of all, Samuel is an all-state football player. In any high school movie, the football star is always the most popular. That's just how it is. That's high school for you. And second of all, Samuel has the most unique fashion sense out of pretty much anyone in the world. His curly hair, first of all, and he has this just innate ability to combine colors that you wouldn't think of. Like bright blue, bright yellow, that's crazy. But only Samuel can pull it off. That's why he should be prom king. Okay, that's just straight garbage. His fashion sense is horrible. The reason why Luke should be prom king is because he's the fastest 400 runner in Colorado. He gets offers from colleges every day. And I feel like the most popular, the fastest runner in Colorado should be the prom king, because then he can wear a crown while he runs around the track, just like he did when he won homecoming king his senior year. So I feel like they just have to go hand in hand, and he has to win prom king as well. Yeah. I just, to be frank, I really, I really disagree with you, Samuel. And it's very, it's very generous that you're you're arguing in somebody else's favor. But the truth is that you really ought to be the prom, the prom king here. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking, I want to hit back to all of those arguments again. Uh, Samuel, uh, Joey, Joey brought up Luke's uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown, and that was great and all. Uh, but, you know, the other thing about Sam is that Sam is a team player, right? So when uh, he was like, hey, when uh, our coach was like, hey, you know what? We've got too many receivers. We're kind of weak at line right now. Sam, would you be the first skill player to go and play line for us? You know, Samuel, he, he nodded his head. He said, yes, coach, he was ready to go. Uh, and then he, uh, he eventually, he got a, uh, an interception for a touchdown uh, playing on the, uh, on the defensive line this year, which if you ask me, an interception is way cooler than a fumble because a fumble is like, oh, the ball's on the ground. I just got to scoop it up and run. But if you're getting an interception, you're snagging that ball out of the air, right? You're not letting anybody else touch it, and you're just booking it down the field. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, Samuel is incredibly smart. Uh, he's, in, he's in lots of honors classes. He's a, a brilliant young mind. There's a, a big, big, big brain hiding underneath those, uh, those gorgeous curls. And so I feel like Sam is, is really deserving of this, uh, this award, uh, this prom king popularity contest win. Look, I hear you, and I hate everything that you just said. <laughs> Luke is also very smart. He's going to see you, Boulder, go Buffs. I think that's kind of their thing. I don't know. But he's going at CSU. But 
is going to see you boulder study engineering like what even is that like some sort of science math combination i don't even know i'm not smart enough to know what that is he's going to be doing such amazing things while at also being the lead worship leader for a, a church like what's not to like about that i would want that guy to be my prom king if i'm at a church and see you boulder next year and i see luke arnold singing on the stage i'm like dang that guy had to have been prom king. There is no way he was prom king. And another point I want to bring up, Luke's hair has stood the test of time. He has gone through different stages of his hair and has still been undeniably hot. Like last year, his hair, or started junior year, his hair was a little bit longer. You know, had a more beach vibe to it. I'm not going to lie. I was a little turned on by it. It was really nice. And now Luke has that little like Zac Efron kind of like flip, like or Justin Bieber-esque thing. That gets me like excited too, because it's like back to my 12 year old self when I had a crush on Justin Bieber. Not actually, that was a joke, but I think we get the point. All right. I can't even begin to describe how nonsensical your argument is because when we look at Sam, his hair has been a model of consistency. He's figured out what works for him, and he's stuck with it every year of high school. If you're looking oh, at man. Sam right now, his hair hasn't changed for the whole entire time that I've known him. He's consistent. He's reliable. And uh, going back to – Jackson touched on this earlier, but I'll extend on it. Samuel is good with people. You know, popular people, they're relationally skilled. Luke Arnold is not. He's so awkward. I literally can't have a conversation with him without cringing in the, within the first 30 seconds. Okay, I see your argument, but I raise you this. If you're so awkward around females, then how did you get asked to prom by three of them and went with three of them? You're so popular that you just went to prom with three girls at once. Like, who else is doing that? I have asked the girl prom but now like i don't know there's not much else i can say having a three girls ask you is just amazing and this is totally off subject but luke's a great snowboarder that was really random but popular people are snowboarders that's oh, that's no. fact i would like to build off of what samuel brought up about the girls ask you to prom all of those girls were older than you too, like a grade mm -hmm. above. So like if you're having girls a grade above ask you to prom too, like you've transcended your own popularity in your own grade. Like that's just a whole new level. Hey, Joey, I think you need to clear your ears out, dude. Getting asked to prom by an older girl is, if anything, an insult. You think that, you know, Luke is interested in, in women who are just much older than him. Like, that's, that's horrible. It's so weird that, like, the people who are older than Luke would be, like, into him. Like, you can, Luke is a young man, and I think that's, that really says something about him. You know, Sam, Sam has only ever uh, dated people in his own grade, you know? And so I feel like Sam really, he connects with, with the people who he's really trying to win over in this popularity contest with his peers, you know? And, and you, keep, you keep bringing up how, how talented uh, Luke is at music. And, and he is. He's very talented. But Sam is too, you know. He's not the guy who's, who's up front leading the band. 
But you know what? He uh, he sings in the the Ubalate audition choir, right? He's he's working hard to to make everybody's voice sound better. And not only is he an artist in music, he is an artist in actual art. He is wonderful at drawing and painting and taking pictures of things. He's uh he's truly got a, an artist's mind, and I think uh, in celebration he would design an, a lovely banner for himself that's like Samuel Ness. Uh, your benevolent prom king uh, loves you. And I think that that, like, that would really, that would hit the school deep, you know? Because, like, in a couple of years, you know, Luke's not going to be around to sing for, for the, the classes of Lutheran High School. But in a couple of years, that Samuel Ness benevolent prom king banner, that's still going to be standing. Everybody's going to know who Samuel is. Hmm. All right, look, I see I, what you're saying. But Go ahead, Samuel. You talk about the youth and the people who are younger than Luke. The people who are younger than Luke are, are very, they look up to him, you know, and they need a king, and Luke can be that king. Because who else has a green accord chariot? Like, that's pretty amazing, and everybody knows that it's his car, and people need a king, and Luke can be that king for them, I feel like, because he's just so amazing, and... And yeah, I feel like everybody knows him. They all see him every single week and they all clap for him after he sings. And yeah, there's, I don't know. Joey, what do you got? Look, Jackson, I am just disgusted by what you've been saying. Like the hottest guy in every like high school movie or TV show or even in life always has a guitar and will just sing whenever. Luke is that guy. He'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just chilling. Oh, you guys want to hear a song? And then he'll just play Wonderwall and make every girl swoon over him. I want a, ca- a list of how many girls have swooned over Luke. It's got to be astronomically large. Okay, but also Samuel knows how to play the piano. So it's like, oh, we're in the music room at Lutheran High School. Oh, what's this? Oh, look, a piano. Let me just sit down and, and tickle the ivories really quick. And by the end of the song, you know, Sam's got every girl looking at him, wondering, who's that guy? What's his name? But they don't actually wonder that because Sam is so popular that they already know his name. And they say, you know what? That's Samuel Ness. And I love his cute, curly hair. And you know what? He's the most popular guy in the senior class of Luke High School. Also, Sam touched on my ride earlier. And not that the Honda Accord isn't an incredible vehicle, but it's just mainstream. Everyone's had a green Honda Accord. Every family, it's gone through that. It's but so Sam, basic. on the other hand. I've had three. Yeah, exactly. Sam, on the other hand, drives a red Chevy, and it's sick. You know how many girls that get fit in the bed of his truck? A lot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sam's, Sam's truck has ample, uh, ample bed space in the, uh, in the back of his vehicle. I'm not going to disagree with that point. That was a really good point. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think, honestly, we've, we've presented kind of most of the arguments for, uh, for both Samuel and Luke. Uh, I think, uh, I think we, need to, we need to get one closing argument from each side, kind of encompassing everything, and then, uh, then we'll be able to move on to our final segment of the day. So, uh, Joey and Sam, why don't you guys give a, a final statement about why Luke deserves to be the prom king? Yeah, I'll, I'll start and then Samuel can close because um, it is his battle after all. Um, Luke Arnold 
is the epitome of Lutheran High School. Everyone knows who this guy is. He walks the halls in his blue cargo shorts and his orange polos. And people just are like, man, what a hot guy. I wish I could be friends with him. Maybe I should vote for him for prom king this year. That's what everyone thinks when they see him. And when they see him sing during chapel at school, like they obviously are worshiping God, but it's really hard for them not to notice just how amazingly attractive he is singing and just how um, beautiful his voice is and his guitar skills. Um, they're second to none. He's a great athlete, a great leader, a great friend, and that's why he deserves my vote as prom king. I second that. Luke will also be getting two of my votes, even though I can only give one. He will get, get them both because he's just the best king because he's homecoming king. I feel it's only right to stick with the same king because, like you said, consistency and you got to stay with old reliable. And I feel like he's just going to be the best king because he's just – he's my best friend. And that's – yep, that's the end of the thing. Yep. So, real touching with all that my best friend crap, Sam. Nice work. All right, here's why Sam Ness should be the homecoming king. First – or the prom king, first of all totally the nicest guy at the school right you know you just walk up to sam and you you hear that minnesota accent uh say hey how are you doing you know and you're like man this is a guy who he really makes me feel at home here i feel i feel loved and i feel known by him uh samuel is a stud athlete he is a uh uh he is just he's excelled in three sports of uh of basketball of football of track uh, and he's he's just crushed it in every single one of them. Uh, Samuel is is very smart, you know. He's got the uh, he's got all the honors classes. Uh, he's good looking. He's got all uh, the girls wrapped around his finger. Uh, he uh, he's got that that sweet ride, uh, and you know the green Honda Accord. While while being a very durable, sturdy car that rarely ever breaks, and having phenomenal gas mileage. The, the, uh, the big red Chevy truck just has an undeniable appeal to it. Um, he's an artist in multiple senses of the word, from music to, uh, to drawing and painting. And I think all of those things uh, just combine for a well-rounded picture of somebody who we will all exalt as the prom king of Lutheran High School. Jackson, you nailed it right on the money. Just like to point out, but Sam's not only a great football player, he's an all-state football player. Pretty much at every school, that's a shoe-in for coolest kid in the building. That's why Sam should be the prom king. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, that was, a, that was a debate that, while heated, I think we kept pretty civil. And, you know, there's, there's a lot that our, uh, our panel of listeners have to consider. So, uh, again... You can uh, email us at uh, thecargoshortsboys at gmail.com. Or uh, if you have our phone numbers, you can text us. Or if you want to leave a review with your thing in it, you can do that. We just, we want to hear from you guys, you know? We want to interact with our, our favorite 42 people on the planet, the 42 people who listen to this podcast. Yes. All right. And our final segment of the day is the Star Wars segment. 
segment of the day is the Star Wars segment. In this segment, we are going to be constantly, comprehensively, excuse me, ranking our five favorite Star Wars movies, as well as ranking the worst five Star Wars movies. All right, so let's start with the worst. Uh, bottom five, worst, the fifth worst Star Wars movie. So we're going to start at the best of the worst and then move down. And the last one we're going to say is the worst of the worst. All right, so we're going to start with uh, number five, the Phantom Menace. Let's let's, I, let's get let's get some commentary on the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Blah. It's gross. I mean, it does have hot Jar Jar going for it, as we discussed earlier. But that's about it. Boy, yeah, it does. It's it's just kind of a rough storyline. There's a lot of politicking. Uh, you know, I was really hoping that we would be able to cut the hot Jar Jar talk out of this podcast. But, you know, now that we've referenced it, I guess we've got to keep it in there. So thank you, Luke. You know, honestly, You're welcome. Jar Jar in the Phantom Menace, like it would have been better if Jar Jar had his shirt off the whole time. Like that's something everyone wants to see. Like that's no denying it. But Jar Jar is just like being a stupid self with his little like strap vest on. Like nobody cares. That's what, that's why I hate Jar Jar. If he was shirtless, it'd be a different story. Agreed. All right. Number four worst, The Last Jedi. Let's, let's discuss this one. This one was just kind of a subversion of all of the expectations that fans had for the franchise. Yeah, this one, was, this one was rough. I don't know why you would change directors halfway through a trilogy. And I think that was their downfall. I think they just tried to add too many things and we already had love stories going on and you, you don't need to plop in more. You know what I mean? Just, just felt weird and out of place. Yeah. Finn and Rose going to that planet with like the casinos and the weird animals. Like I was just like sitting there. I was like, what the heck is even happening? Yeah. All right. Keeping it moving uh, with our third worst movie, Attack of the Clones. Uh, this, this movie is, is just, it's really not good. Uh, it spends a lot of time focus on the uh, the uh, the love romantic love story between uh, Hayden Christensen's uh, Anakin Skywalker and Natalie Portman. Totally blanked on her name for a second. Natalie Portman's uh, Padme, whatever her last name is, uh, who have about as much chemistry as my dog and a squirrel. Um, it's 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 just kind of a rough movie to watch. It's just really uneventful. It's just yeah. What like, even happened? Yeah, I I, I remember <laughs> a, a weird gladiator scene uh, in a large arena with weird monsters, and uh, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that was probably the only thing that happened the entire movie. Mm. The only other thing I remember from it is the uh, the meme of uh, the archives must be incomplete. Yeah. But other than that, not really eventful. And All the right. sand line is the sand line in that movie. Oh, I think you're right. I think the sand line is in that movie. It's yeah, that's great. That's irritating and rough and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. The second worst Star Wars movie is Star Wars A New Hope. 
It's so bad. Oh god. Like, how did like it baffles me how they made so many spin-offs off of this movie. It's, it's just sad. Like the, the little lightsaber fight where they're just kind of poking at each other with the weird glow sticks. <laughs> Gosh, dude, yeah. this movie sucks. It's so bad. Yeah, a dude, new hope, more like need a new movie franchise. Come on. <laughs> For real. New, yeah. hope, new hope, more like a no hope because nothing can redeem that terrible movie. Oh my new gosh. Hope. New hope, more like a new nope because I'm renewing my nope of the movie because I, I really don't like it. So I want to say no a new time. A new That's hope, right. a new hope, more, more like more like I hate this movie. <laughs> Oh, that's good, dude. I like that one. Man, I like that, that one. one. All right. And finally, the worst Star Wars movie of all time, the Clone Wars movie. So bad. Uh, guys, I'm going to be honest. I uh, I never saw that one. Yeah, good. It's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, not, yeah, it's not even worth it. They like, they got like these crappy cameras and just made it all look animated. It was, I don't know even know how they did it. With their like, puke fast right there. Yeah, oh, I th- yeah, I threw up at least four times during the first 10 minutes of this movie. Mm. <sighs> All right, so that is our bottom five uh, Star Wars movies, the five worst Star Wars movies that have ever been released. Yes. Um, so the way that the rest of this is going to look is we're going to give our three honorable mentions. So three movies that were almost in the top five, but just didn't quite make the cut. And then after that, we haven't actually figured out our top five yet. We're going to kind of haggle and we're going to figure it out among ourselves right now. Uh, so our honorable mentions, uh, third honorable mention, Revenge of the Sith. Easily the best, uh, the best prequel that's kind of a general consensus. Uh, mm-hmm. Super cool lightsaber battle at the end uh, on the lava planet, which my mom represented on my six-year-old birthday cake, and it was sweet. Uh, was it a lava cake? Oh, yeah. Well, so no, but it looked like there was a bunch of orange frosting on it, you know, so it looked uh, like lava. We had like little uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan action figures and they were like battling on the little lava cake. It was super cool. That's sick. All right. Uh, the second honorable mention that we have is Empire Strikes Back. It's widely considered the greatest sequel of all time uh, for a big, big franchise like this or one of the greatest sequels of all time. Yeah, I mean, it, they had to go big coming off of A New Hope, like, after that crap show. Like, yeah. they had to make it good, and I think they did a good job with that, but didn't quite make yeah. the top five. I feel like in terms of sequels that have snow in them, Frozen 2 goes above it, so that's why I wouldn't put it in my top five, but I feel yeah. like it's so pretty, and so we'll get the honorable mention. Also, yeah. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, I would put on there, on that list somewhere. <laughs> oh man! I mean, you tried really hard not to break on this show, and that one got me. That's a that's a good point. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that analysis, Luke. And the final honorable mention that we have is uh, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Um, this is a it's a great movie. You know, it's a it's a satisfying conclusion conclusion to the original trilogy. It's got the cute Ewoks. It's got a great lightsaber battle between uh, Luke and Darth Vader. It's, uh, it's really just a great film. 
Yeah. Ten, it's really great. Yeah. Okay. So now we move into the top five movies. So the first movie that I would like to submit into the top five at the number five spot, I would like to uh, insert the Star Wars Christmas special, uh, widely regarded as one of the most polarizing uh, Christmas specials of all time. I think it, I think, you know, looking back at it, it really holds up. Uh, I think that the, uh, the whole celebration that Chewbacca has to get home to is really, uh, it's really meaningful. And I think it really, uh, really gives the work a lot of, uh, a lot of credit. And I think it's, uh, it's really deserving of the number five spot. Um, just cause you know, it's a Christmas special who doesn't love Christmas, you know? Yeah. I love Christmas. I think Christmas is great. Um, I think it, it deserves to be in there. I mean, this, the Star Wars Christmas special combines my two favorite things, Christmas and Star Wars. Like, it's just a perfect match made in heaven. Like, I couldn't imagine it any, being anywhere else other than the top five spots. Yeah. Oh, good argument. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Number, number four spot. Uh, what, what do we have in, in our number four slot? Who, who wants I, to submit a movie? I have a submission idea. Joey, hit me. Um, so this is kind of like a, it's like a backstory uh, type movie uh, for Han Solo. Indiana Jones, I think, is one of the top Star Wars movies because, I mean, we never really get to hear a lot about Han Solo's background um, and we get to see him on his home planet. I don't know really why it's called Indiana Jones or why they keep calling him Indiana Jones in the movie because he's obviously Han Solo. But, I mean, it's really cool to see him on his home planet just being like a professor and uh, getting uh, uh, what the Ark of the Covenant. The Raiders of the Lost Ark is what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. but I think that's, yeah. that's for sure a quality submission. I, I like to see them kind of fleshing out the character of Han Solo and what he was doing when he was on Earth. Um, the cowboy hat outfit is iconic. Um, mm -hmm. I like that they, they kind of went minimalist with it and they didn't give Han his big blaster. You know, he's just, he's got a little six-shooter yeah. when he's on Earth. I think that's really clever what they, what they did with Han Solo's character uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm really glad that they did a standalone movie for him, standalone series actually instead of just making like a solo movie about just him, like they just bring his family in there. And I just, I'm really glad they did a full series. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I feel like if they had tried to do something about him in space, it kind of would have flopped. Yeah. yeah like just move, but it paid off big time. Yeah. I really just don't feel like one standalone movie, like one solo movie potentially starring Danny Glover. And I don't know who else would play. Uh, Han Solo other than Harrison Ford but I really think that would have just failed and nobody would have seen that movie yeah I think uh I think it would have been better if they had used uh Donald Glover I think maybe that's what they were uh oh that's what they were shooting for <laughs> yeah uh, probably Donald Glover is, is is probably a little bit old by then don't you think Joey yeah maybe I don't know he just when I think of Lando I think of Danny Glover <laughs> yeah of course you do all right number three submission what do we got guys uh, I think I think a number three submission. I think this is pretty. It could go higher, but I'm gonna put in Star Trek and see 
see what you guys think. I think it's just a great movie. I'm really glad that they got a new logo instead of just the the original uh, Rebel logos and Sith logos. I really, really enjoy the new logo. It's very endless. And yeah, I'm glad they kept it in space, though. Yeah, what I like so much about the Star Trek franchise, like it's like another thing. It's like another series, not just a standalone movie. Um, it's just like so cool to see like what's happening on like the other side of space. Like, you know, it's and like how that intertwines with Star Wars and like how, I don't know, I think it's really cool to see. I think Spock and Darth Vader just mesh really well together. Yeah. I'd agree, yeah. I love that they like, we already love like the characters of Luke, Leia, Han. We love those guys so much. And they're like, you know what? We're going to throw more lovable characters your way. Like Spock, Captain Kirk. Like it's crazy just how many like iconic characters they're able to think of and bring to the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really I, glad. Uh, that... Oh, you go. No, I, I was just going to say I 100% agree, Sam. What do you got? I was just going to say I'm glad that they expanded on the final frontier because I know that we'll eventually all have to go to space and live there. And right. Yeah, it's going to be good. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the number two submission, uh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this one in. Actually, no, Luke has not submitted something yet. Luke, what have, oh. you, what have you got? Okay. Um, this is a bit of a deep cut, but uh, okay. So we're looking at Big Bang Theory, Season 9, Episode 11, The Opening Night, Excitation. Leonard Howard and Raj have decided have to decide who will take their extra Star Wars movie ticket while Sheldon plans something special for Amy's birthday. Easily, easily number two, in my opinion. Uh, the laugh track just makes Star Wars. Star Wars isn't what it is today without the laugh track, classic sitcom um, format, and I think that's why it's a number two movie. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Um, like, seeing like Star Wars just on CBS for some reason just is so exciting and brings it to a whole new like audience. I think that was a really great move on George Lucas's part to do that. Um, and just like seeing like more lovable characters, like who doesn't love Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory? He is like maybe the best character in all of entertainment. Like just seeing him like in Star Wars was one of the greatest moments of my life. And I know it was one of the greatest moments of everyone's life. It's true. I love that they didn't have to, you know, box themselves in with uh, using all of the characters from previous franchises. They're like, you know, we don't we don't have to stick with with Han and Luke and Leia and the gang, you know. We can we can find a new gang. We can we can do uh, Sheldon and Howard and Raj and uh, other names that are from the Big Bang Theory, and they're, they're just gonna make the most out of it, you know. I think it's I think it's a really creative move that they went for there. Mm -hmm. All right, so those were the top four. Star Wars movies. We're about so top four, Star number five, Star Wars Christmas Special. Four, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Three, Star Trek. Two, Big Bang Theory season nine, episode thirteen. And now, the best Star Wars movie in the history of history. I would like to submit to you, Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, playable now on the Nintendo Wii. Yes, oh, hands down, easy. agree, agree, 100%. easy. 10 out of 10.
I think it's it's the classic, you know, puzzles and playability that you, you expect from Lego. Uh, tons of fun, uh, easy to learn, hard to master. You get to play through the storylines of uh, all of the uh, all of the first six Star Wars movies, and uh, you know, I, I think it's it's a really good game, and it's a uh, it's a good it's a good movie representation of Star Wars as a franchise. I mean, what I love about Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, now playable on Nintendo Wii is that it's the it's a movie that you can interact with mm-hmm. like where where else do you see that you can't go to like the movie theater and like select what's going to happen or like do pod racing like you, you have to watch it and just be like oh i wonder if the directors didn't screw it up this time which rarely happens like True. with lego star wars the complete saga now playable on nintendo wii you can choose what happens and like basically insert yourself into the storyline. I think it was masterful and truly like second to none. I think, okay, obviously, yeah, there's a ton of stuff going for this movie, but I think the thing that really sets it apart is the dialogue. You know, I think it's easily the best written dialogue of any movie in the series. Uh, I, there's not a single line where I cringe or like, laugh when I'm not supposed to. It's all just beautiful and natural for the characters. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much more you can say. I'm glad they added the Wilhelm scream in there. I mean, yeah, I think every Star Wars movie has to have that in there legally. And so I'm glad that they added that. And yeah, Yeah. it's just a great movie. It's a great movie indeed. All right, guys. We, we did it. We ranked the Star Wars movies, bottom five Star Wars, top five Star Wars, three good honorable mentions. I think we pretty much crushed it. Yeah, and I think uh, these are all undisputable facts. Yeah. Not opinion. Like, like listeners, if, you're, if you hear it on this show, you know that it's true, okay? Yeah. You, don't gotta, you don't gotta check your news sources. That's what we have this week in the news for. You don't gotta check your pop culture sites to see which Star Wars movies are the best. This is what you have to listen to right here. Yeah. All right. Does anybody does anybody have any other comments before we wrap it up? Any any things about the show or anything like that? I don't know. I think just I think we got it. Just play, do some Lego Star Wars, and you'll understand why it's the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. For real. For real. Yeah. Happy Star Wars Day. And and, also, yeah. And uh, vote for, for Luke for prom king. Yeah, go look. All right. Happy Star Wars Day. Uh, that's the day we're recording this. And uh, may the 5th be with you, I guess. No, whatever. Revenge of the 5th tomorrow yeah. uh, when this episode drops. That's it for today's show, guys. Just a couple final reminders. Uh, remember to subscribe on whatever medium you listen to, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app. Uh, you can check our YouTube channel to see any visual content you may have missed from today's episode. And remember to subscribe on YouTube. You want to reach out to us? Odds are you have at least one of our phone numbers. This is not a very big show, uh, so you can call us or email us at thecartershortsboys at gmail.com like uh, Megan Audi did. Megan, expect an email back from me very soon. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next time, we are the Cargo Shorts Boys. Stay classy, internet. Cargo Shorts Boys Podcast. It's the Cargo Shores Boys Podcast.